How did these geniuses come up with this stuff? Well, you just give us lots of lots of lots of money and we can figure it all out. That's how we got so smart. And rich. All that sweet money that yep. we don't have. Hey everyone. Hi. Hey all you monster heads, you creature creeps, you freakazoids. Albert and Ryan here. We're doing a monster episode because we just returned from our second slash third monster road trip. Right. And the first one was kind of a test run. The first one was a test run. We, that, that's Cape Odd. You can go back Ooh, and listen yeah. to that. And we stayed at a little cottage in Cape Cod, and we went to a, like three or four different sightings of monsters in that area in Massachusetts. Yes, we did. Or as they say in Greek, Massachusetti. They love talking about Massachusetts in Greece. <laughs> they love it. It's the only. It's the only state in America that has a different name in Greek. Every other state. Get out, really? Yeah. What's all that about? I don't know. Just that's the one. And who told you that? Your Greek friends? Yeah. And they know that. Yeah, Constantina. Like, yeah, they they know the names of the states of the United States. What do you know about all, like, the cities and, you know, towns in Greece that are very different from one another? Like, that really pops out. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of islands. (laughs) I mean, like, it's like to know, like, like, yeah, we're from Greece, but we know. Yeah. Massachusetts is Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, that's a fun little fact. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's that not really necessary. Um, and then our second, yes, it was. our second little monster trip was really not little. It was a 10 day road trip. It's the biggest one the, so far. You know, we went a little West to Ohio and then deep South Ugh, and then came up hot. the East coast. And so, um, yeah, so there's two episodes on that. And so mm. for this one, we had a spring break. Wait, so yeah. real quick, did we have, like, because I really liked how we called it, the first one was Cape Odd. Did we yeah. have a fun name for the second one? Cape Odd, and then... Um, did we, have, we had a fun name? It was something about the ch- the chiggers, because I oh, got all those bug bites. Chigger warning. Chigger warning. Right, and then there right. Was, the one before that was called... Okay, it was a two-parter, oh, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe you look that up for a second. It'll come to us. Right, keep talking, and because I have an idea for the new one. Yeah, so... so for this one, we decided to do a New England monster road trip. And what we did is we went into Connecticut. We went to Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maine. We went to Vermont, New Hampshire. Um, and we visited different locations where there were mythical creature sightings or things like that. There was a lot of water ones, so lots of sea serpents and stuff like that. But... Um, what an adventure. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go it through. Was, it was serpent heavy for sure. It was serpent heavy. Yeah. And not and that that's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Cause actually, as I've mentioned on the show before is that I've, I've I haven't really felt that I'd connected to see serpents all that much until I got to Storzy, mm. um, which who, the, who might make an appearance a little bit later. The Swedish, the Swedish guy, right? Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, anything anything we need to touch upon before we, we dive in here? So, 
I'm I'm seeing Chigger one. Oh, big old bats was the oh, first. Yeah. was the first uh, one. Is that because of when we were in we were in Louisville, Louisville and they had that giant Ye- bat? Yeah, there was yeah, that yeah, huge yeah, bat. That was cool, big old bats. That's a good. I mean, that's a great title. Yeah. Um. So maybe by the end of this show, we'll have a interesting title. But the first thing that came to me mm-hmm. was the beasts of the northeast. Oh, are, are you are you pluralizing northeasts? <laughs> I actually didn't mean to. The beasts of the northeast. Beasts. I yeah. like, yeah, that's perfect. Beasts. I love but that. But maybe something with New England in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that will come up. Goo England. Goo England. <laughs> you know, because this yeah, is, I love it. There's some mucky. There's some, oh, yeah. Mucky fellows seaweed in Seaweed and stuff down there. Lots of seaweed. We had some brushes with seaweed. Did we? On no, this trip? No. no, not really. Not no, really. we surely didn't eat any healthy, healthy seaweed. This was the, this was a terrible week of eating decisions. Um, yeah, if you don't, if I'm sure we've brought this up before, but on our road trips, we eat terribly. And it's funny because we'll sit down and we'll say, all right, let's not do what we did last night. And then it's and somehow, and somehow what comes out to the table is like some 24 wings, crazy grease pot, double burgers. It's just friggin' horrible. Yeah. Well, you're not going to win friends with salad. No. <laughs> win friends. <laughs> Well, what right. are you doing on these trips? Who, <laughs> me? I'm winning friends. <laughs> I'm with you. We, we made so many friends. That's true. We met some lovely people yeah. along the way um, who we'll mention yes, and who we are maybe listening right now. Right. So let's dive in to day one. The thunder. Thank you, everyone in the production booth. This is queuing the thunder and the lightning. So in Connecticut, we started with the melon heads of Shelton. And melon heads kind of exist all over the place. Yeah. Um, they're little people with really big heads. Yes. And <laughs> and they've been around since, I mean, like they're part of, you know, old European folklore. And, oh, and also see. like there's some crossover between some Native American folklore. But the ones in Connecticut supposedly come from... A mental, mental institution. institution, right? Yeah. Do you remember any facts about that? Um, I know that was one of the theories is that there was a there was a mental institution nearby. Yeah. And then they escaped. They escaped, right? and then they oh they, they inbred. They inbred, <laughs> which suggests that they were related. In uh, the <laughs> that that does more than suggests. I I think that that tells exactly it's, what it's, they apparently did. they they yeah be were like you know had some inbreeding. But they didn't them. know any better. And then they resorted to cannibalism, which made their heads get bigger. Right. Yeah. That's the theory is somehow eating human flesh made their heads big. Yeah. Which I would think it would be more about the inbreeding that would make your head. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we found, you know, one of the, one of the roads in Shelton, Connecticut, where these were sighted in Mm the 1960s. So we, we drove down this kind of a dirt road and, and we took some pictures, which you can see on our Instagram. Um, yes. So that was, that was, that was fine. Um, melon yeah. heads weren't really monstery enough. Yeah. Um, it's one of those ones that was reminiscent of the Tennessee Wildman. There's no, <laughs> no sign. There's no statue. Yeah. There's it's nothing to just see. Two dicks on a road <laughs> taking pictures of reacting to nothing. Right. But then we went to Glastonbury, Connecticut. And, and this here, was good. this is a little bit more monstery. And it's something called the Gloacus. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about the Gloacus? Yeah, what was the deal with the Gloacus? He, he, um, it's, wait, it's okay, basically so the chupacabra of Connecticut. Right. 
Right. Well, it's definitely real, first mm-hmm. of all, because I remember livestock and some pets were disappearing. Okay, that's a good point. Like with the melon heads, they may have been sighted, but it's not like right. anything went missing. Yeah, like nobody got kidnapped. Right. But with the Gloacus, some livestock had been eaten. Yeah. There were screams, like very animalistic, bizarre screams yes. heard in the distance. Yes, I do remember the Gloacus. Yeah. Um, and this is back in the late 1930s. Um, that that at first came to terrorize Glastonbury. Now, did they somebody related them to like the Connecticut chupacabra? Did you say right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my only issue with with that comparison, calling yeah, giving it that title is that I didn't hear anything about them being like the blood being sucked out of them because I feel like isn't mm-hmm. that a chupacabra thing where yeah, like, yeah. they they suck the blood out? I know we should do a chupacabra episode. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those ones that's just. Just laying right there. It's just waiting like, for us to, to pick up. This is the big boy. But there, we found some really funny photos because, like, basically, like, um, groups of, of men kind of went out into the woods oh. with guns to hunt oh, for gosh. this thing. Yes. And yes. There was, there was, like, a ridiculous, like, fake um, Glauacus-like creature. It was a, it was a stuffed animal uh-huh. on a rock, and <laughs> this guy had a pistol right in its face leaning yeah. leaning on the same rock and it was it was like a newspaper clipping where it was like the Gloacus is found or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or like taking aim at the Gloacus. yeah um so that was really silly and i don't know if they were if they were thinking people might believe that was real or it was just like kind of a fun thing i i bet they were like hey maybe we'll trick some people with this but they definitely did real gloacus search parties and there's also some really cool images of these like old timey cars with these they had made these signs that said like gloacus hunt yeah right right. or gloacus search party or something ultimately i think they they determined that it might have been a uh, what's called a fisher cat is it Mm -hmm. called fisher cat which are which really is cool weird looking. looking, yeah. Um, and yeah, Google image that because I'd never, no, I've never, I, heard I don't of think either. I've ever heard of it. But anyway, it might have been one of those or just an actual monster. Well, I'd like to think so. But yeah, the Fisher Cat's weird. It looks like um, because the descriptions of the Gloacus that people had seen, they said it almost looked like part bear. Mm-hmm. And when you look at a Fisher, it it is. It almost looks like a smaller. It almost looks like a bear and a badger combined mm-hmm. with like all dark hair. Yeah. And it says that like, um, like the real animal has that like weird shriek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, could have been what they were hearing. Right. So again, um, monster, like, like cryptid or real like animal. That's also just kind of monstery. Also fun. We may never know those. So those are the only, two, those are the first two we saw on day one. And then we we went to the apartment we were staying at, which was like this. I call it oh, a yeah. granny mansion. It was a granny but mansion. You wa- we walked in and it was like old couches and like crazy wallpaper. And the room we were staying was like nautical themed and all the cupboards were painted. And it was bizarre and really cool. It was so charming. So like one thing, if you're like us, we, we like our own space. You know, what I mean? I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to meet people usually when it comes to where I'm staying. Yeah. But these people insisted, like, we got to meet you. We got to show you where to park and all that stuff. And, you know, of course, they were they're very nice. But that apartment, every inch of it was so unique. Like, the, the, the paint was vibrant. It was, what, yeah, what did you call it? Like a granny? Granny like, mansion. Yeah. It was like a psychedelic hipster grandmother. <laughs> every inch of it was beautiful. Really, really a 
unique stay. Uh-huh. And then we were starving, and so it took us three tries to find a place to eat. Oh, yeah. Um, and Frustrating. Yeah, it was frustrating. We don't need to go through all of them, but we ended up at this Italian... It was a giant Italian place. We were Giovanni's, actually the only the people only in there. People there. And we ended up getting a hot Italian special, <laughs> which, oh, yeah. which was a sandwich with eggplant, meatballs, sausage, yes. and cheese. And sauce, and then we also got twelve hot and honey buffalo wings. Because I was afraid we'd still be hungry. Oh my god! That's what always happens to me. I get I get afraid that we're gonna get to the end of the meal and be like, I'm not satisfied. Anyway, that was that was that was day one. We started off bad with that, <laughs> but don't worry, the health oh, the health <clears throat> kick comes in soon. One thing that is worth mentioning is the first spot that we wanted to go to is a place called the Rusty Nail, mm-hmm. and we go in. There's one man in there. And he's like, oh, don't worry. The bartender's here. And she comes out and she's like, and we were like, do you guys have any food? And she's like, no, no, no. And we're like, well, oh, okay, we'll come back for a drink later. Yeah, did not go back. we tailed it out of that is, there. That's true. She had her voice sounded exactly like that. I really thought that maybe she was doing that to like get us out of there because we were out of towners. It was the weirdest lost it voice I've ever heard. She was so, you know what it is? She was so animated. Yeah, yeah. Because usually when people lose their voice, I feel like it chills them. They're like, I'm sorry, I can't really talk. I can't really talk. But she was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Well, let's move into day two. Thunder. All right, great. And so there's some tasty bits in here. Uh, we, as we left, we hit one more Connecticut uh, cryptid. Which was the Winstead Wildman. Wildman. So this, this one goes out to our friend Alex Wildman. That's his actual last name. Yes. So we visited Wildman in the past, right? We, we had the Tennessee Wildman. tried. Well, it wasn't very interesting. Um, that was a lot, an overgrown lot. At least with this one, we found a great um, drawing mm-hmm. from the 1800s. This is like a, an 1890s story about... You probably remember the story really This was well. a really fun story. <laughs> yeah. So first of all... There was a guy. Uh, okay, his name was the, Riley Smith. Okay, Riley Smith. He was. Um, he actually didn't see the Winstead Wildman in Winstead, but the Winstead Gazette or whatever mm-hmm. wrote up the story. Yeah, so I think they were trying to take a little. You know. Also, the alliteration sounds nice. It sounds very good, but he was going on a road that we found from Winstead to. Where was he going? I don't remember. Chancelville. Chancelville. That's fine. But you remember the name of the road, though? No. Oh. Well, oh. Oh, no. Okay, I don't have that. But um, what was... The, the story goes like this, because they wrote it up in the in the Winstead paper or whatever. He was walking from town to town, and he was picking blueberries with his bulldog. Yeah, and exactly. The, the bulldog started, like, growling at something, and right, he right. turned around... Yeah, and he saw a wild, hairy man of the woods, six feet in height. The man's hair was black and hung down long on his shoulders, and that his body was thickly covered with black hair. The man was remarkably agile, and to all appearance was a muscular, brawny man, a man against whom any ordinary man would stand little chance. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to fight that guy. <laughs> and why would he need to fight him anyway? Go get him, Bulldog. <laughs> and the Bulldog's like, no way. So there is a great sketch of this that was in the paper. Um, we'll we'll post that, I think. Sure, that's a good idea. Because it's from the perspective of behind the Wildman's 
Yeah, so you see his butt. His butt. His hairy hairy, hairy black hair covering his back and butt. And then Riley Smith and his bulldog like, oh. Yeah, and the blueberries are all spilled. (laughs) Right. It's just a great story. But even then, as we were researching it on the road, they were saying how, you know, it's believed that the Winstead Gazette or whatever was just trying to jump drum up some like, you know, some excitement so people would buy papers. Yeah. But that's how... You know, legends begin. That's true. Doesn't and matter it, if it's true. It was a cool, a cool, like kind of backwoods road that we that we found. I don't. So think we, we we went to the exact road where he was. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly seen. Did so, not see the wild man. Didn't see him. So after this, we did something really cool. Uh, we drove to Rhode Island to a graveyard where this young woman named Mercy Brown is buried. And if you look this up, it's called the Mercy Brown Vampire Incident. And mm. yeah, do you remember any details from this? This happened in the, this is the 1800s. All right. right. Yeah. So it was, it was common to die of consumption back then. Mm-hmm. And I remember them being like, which is really blank today. Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Yeah. Right. And I'm pretty sure she died of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But they didn't know that because they didn't like. Right. Or, or they weren't. Sure. Yeah. Well, it just—it's okay. No, no. But so Mercy Brown died. She was only nineteen. Mm-hmm. But then the other members of her family started like wasting away and dying. Yeah. So someone suggested that it was Mercy was actually a vampire that was coming, coming, and like killing her family. Right. So they dug up her body and found that there was still blood in her heart. Mm -hmm. But this is because of the disease that she had that they didn't know about yet. But she was also pretty well preserved. Like she looked like she wasn't decaying much. And that was because probably it was buried in cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there was like logical reasons why she like looked the way she did. But logic back then, you know, um, they ended up taking her heart and her liver. They burned it. They mixed the ashes with water to create this sort of tonic, and they gave it to her sick brother, Edwin, because um, they thought, that, they that, thought would, that would cure they, him. They, they would cure him, but he ended up dying two months later anyway. And then whatever remained of, of Mercy's body, they they buried in um, the cemetery, but it was like completely desecrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that corpse was defiled. Right. So anyway, you can go and- You can and just go. You can go visit her grave, and also the this like really- creepy sort of hut that um her body was interred in for right a while. which you know once they mentioned that thing like when we were uh, a couple we're gonna uh, a couple days later in this we're gonna we're gonna go to another graveyard and i noticed a similar kind of thing and oh I'm, yeah and i'm thinking like oh all graveyards probably have one of these old in, internment kind of areas which is i guess is where they they do the were they like some they, of the, some they of like stuff. wait? Were they wait, or is that where they like do the no I prep? Probably, yeah, I feel like work. it's like where they they stay for it's like a while until built they into the ground. But probably keeps it nice and cold. Oh, it was pretty creepy though. It was creepy. So that was in Rhode Island, and then we went to the Freetown Fall River State Forest <laughs> to look for puckwudgies, which uh, which I, I went over um, in our previous Doobie Monster episode, right. And these are just like little people of the forest. They're part of Algonquin folklore and they were mischievous, but they could also be really evil and lure you to your death. And they're kind of equated with um, like goblins, like, you know, from of English folklore. Sure. I was going to say they almost feel like they have like a little bit of a fairy or brownie vibe. Yeah. 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 They do. I feel like they're bigger. 
Yeah. They're bigger than fairies. Um, maybe not as grotesque as goblins. Sure. Um, but, but they're bad. They're bad boys. Yeah. They don't do any good stuff. It's all bad stuff. It's all bad. Yeah. 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 Well, so we went to this, we went to this state forest and we were like, eh, there's an information center. Like, you know, might as well just pop in there real quick. And, uh, there, this guy comes out of the back, out of the back room and he's like, Oh, you caught me washing up. And he's like, just covered in like water and stuff. And, and, uh, we're like, Hey man, uh, you know, we're, we're here from Philly. We're coming to check out the place. And he goes like, are you guys here for the, and then does the air quote sign. And, and we're, we're like, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we weren't sure if what he was quoting was what we were quoting. Yeah, it was. I had. I was confused. Apparently, I was like, there was a lot of. Um, there's a lot supernatural, of supernatural, like ghosts and murder. Murder. Oh yeah, Lots yeah, like murders. murders, suicides, and stuff in the forest. And he was like, he immediately. We were like, oh, you know, we are interested in in monsters, and you know, we heard about the Puckwudgies, and he's like, my nickname used to be Puckwudgie, and right. we we're like, really, really, <laughs> and this spawns a, like. Literally a thirty-five minute conversation of us just going really, uh-huh. yeah, of him <laughs> just delving into all the supernatural things that he's interested in, and that he is like, you know, he he will if he leaves a room, he just leaves the the recorder going. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, every day I got to go unlock the bathroom. So when I do that, I'll leave the recorder going and I'll come back and it'll say like, get out, get out. (laughs) Then he showed us a picture of him while he was doing trail work or whatever. He like was sweating. Oh, man. And he said, what does that look like to you? What does that look like to you? And we're both like, like, um, is it a face? He's like, it's a face. It's a face. Look at this. So there was a sweat face in his T-shirt. There was that, and then, you know, he had just all these little stories. But he started off by saying nothing supernatural ever happens right. in, in the forest. But then he went on, like, a 30-minute rant uh-huh. of all of the supernatural things that had been going on. And he had a couple of really good stories. He'd be like, ah, oh, it's on my old phone. I don't have that. And he's like, oh, this used to be the screensaver of the, of, the, of the computer here, but we got a new computer. Like, everything. And he'd be like, he was one of those guys. I, he was great. He was a wonderful guy. But he, oh, yeah. he would be like, and I'm not a bullshitter. He would go, I'm not a bullshitter. But it just felt like everything that he said was this big story. I know. And he's like, and today's my mom's birthday. Right, it was. <laughs> And a ghost touched my face two years ago on my mom's birthday. Wow. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Well, and this one story was there was these cop cars that were put away in a garage. And he said someone took a picture in there. And then there was these ghostly figures. And he's like, but it's on the old phone. And really, really wanted to see that. Oh, man. Yeah, we, we left. And then he came out and followed us and was like, you know, you should get a picture in front of the Freetown uh-huh. State Forest. uh and yeah, and then he's just like, and, and, and then don't tell anyone that I'm telling you this because I can get in trouble. He was really worried that we were going to let some other people know that he's been spreading stories. Yeah, like, so like on this show. So don't, don't, don't tell <laughs> Do anyone that Steve Perry anyone. told us this. <laughs> we love you, Steve. <laughs> but, oh, you know, one, one kind of cool like story that he did say is that Ozzy Osbourne and his son wanted to come and camp out on some like ledge or mm-hmm. cliff out there. Because they knew about the paranormal activity in the forest, mm-hmm. and they were like, they said no, not, not even, not even for Ozzy, not even for Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, so we went straight from from the state park to Salem, Massachusetts. So Salem. Um, we just thought that would be a, a great little stop for a monster road trip. You gotta find something in Salem. We went straight for the Satanic Temple. Yeah. 
and got a picture with the Baphomet statue, the infamous Baphomet statue. Really cool. Which was really cool. The Satanic Temple is really nice. It's, it's beautiful. It's really clean. It's basically like an art gallery. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They're doing great stuff, I think. Yeah, and we were so lucky to be there on Tea Time Tuesday. That's right. It, it was it, it, Tea Time Tuesday, and all the teas were like brimstone Blood. or like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Satan's balls yeah, all or whatever. Sorts of, yeah. Um, so yeah, I yeah, we have Newt. We have tea, and they had, they had like um, Salvador Dali paintings there. They had mm-hmm. Man Ray photos. They had re- some really like unique and famous works um, that were all you know central around the devil um, and his yeah. like influence in pop culture. But an autographed Elvira photo. Which- oh yeah. Never gets old. That doesn't get old. We saw a few Elvira yes, autographs around Salem. We did. In the, yeah. We saw on a pinball machine too. Yeah, like she must have gone through and she was like just signing stuff. So we after the Satanic Temple, um, you know, we we, we went to a sci-fi pizza place. Yes, this is I love this. It's called the um, what's it called? Flying Saucer Pizza Company, and I I love this place. So me and Shelly went a couple years ago and stumbled upon it because you know. It, I'm not trying to talk shit on Salem, but yeah. like for as spooky as the place is, they don't actually have the coolest hangs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, like we not went, really. we went to what we think would probably be the coolest ones. But, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I remember asking years ago, and the the the, the a bartender, I'd be like, "Where are your punk goth like weird holes in the walls and stuff like that?" And it's they don't really have them. It's kind of a just like it's really nice there. So yeah, I just yeah. I don't think that they have room for like shitty stuff yeah yeah dirty but goth divey bars but if you go to the flying saucer pizza company they have such fantastic um weird food options but all with like really cool names and and things like that and we got the uh pickle rick pizza right rick and morty yeah so um you know ended with some sci-fi stuff but yeah salem was cool um that was our drunkest night got a little messy. It was and a little messy. It was really funny because we went to a bar called All Souls, which again, sounds like it's going to be a creep fest, but it just kind of, it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was a bar. And at first we were like, I'm not sure if these people are feeling us. And then we noticed that a girl next to us had ordered three corn dogs and not because she's like, I need three. It's because the order comes with three. And For $8. Eight bucks. And so... The night was ending. We we had gone off. We had gone off to some other places, and we were like, "All right, night's almost over. We have to go back to our smelly Airbnb. Um, maybe we should just get those corn dogs." And we did, and, and that was the best. They hit the spot. Man, three for eight. Can't beat uh, it. Can't beat it. Well, we woke up in the morning. Oh, so let's you know. Now we've we've come upon day three. Day three, which, uh, you know, we just got, we went to a little train car diner in Salem and hit the road. Deb's, Deb's um, diner. And we were feeling a bit rough. That was the roughest morning, <laughs> for sure. The roughest morning. But we went straight to Gloucester. Oh, yes. You know, if you've ever seen the um, A Perfect Storm, is it The Perfect Storm or A Perfect Storm? A Perfect, a Perfect Storm. Storm. The George Clooney movie about the... Um, oh, what they're, was they're, that? What was it? They're fishermen, right? What or, was the name of that ship? Oh my God! Craig. Matt Deere is gonna kill us. Oh yeah! Hey Matt, right? Fishing stuff. <laughs> Fishing stuff. Uh, but anyway, you know you can visit the Crow's Nest, which is the bar that that these these guys in real life 
hung out at and that they actually filmed Perfect Storm. Very at. touching, actually. Um, before we get to that, uh, we the Gloucester Sea Serpent um, was spotted for hundreds of years here. Right. What was it? 1817? 1817, 1817 right? yeah. And that was the first sighting. And there is so much cool shit about the Gloucester Sea Serpent um, well, in K-Ban. And first of all, we we like parked. I don't. Was it on purpose that we parked right at the uh, yeah. library there? Yeah. Okay, so we went to the library and we're like, holy shit, there's this great well, the, statue. Well, the museum. It was the museum. Oh, the mu- right. <laughs> right, because we were looking at books and stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. The museum has a great statue out front. Yeah, so if you're ever in, you know, like on the coast of Massachusetts, go check out the Cape Ann Museum, um, support them. Out front, they have a giant, a beautiful statue of the Gloucester Sea Serpent. Yeah. Uh, it's just awesome. And it's like metal and it's like heavy. And, and it looks great. Yeah, it's it's got like teeth and shit. They didn't go soft on it. Or no, anything. yeah, which was really nice. Yeah. And it was foggy and cold uh-huh. out and it was perfect. And we were like, all right, well, let's definitely go in. And and so the woman at the counter was like, hey, if you go to our library downstairs, we have all this archival, you know, these these primary resources, essentially. Right. So we did that. Yeah. And we go down and we're like, hey, guy, like, <laughs> hey. do you like have any of the sea serpent stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah. And it was so cool. This to me, it felt like, you know, the scene in um, in the latest Stranger Things where uh um, the girls Nancy? go Nancy and um, what's her name from My Ships Hawk. Ahoy? Yeah. yeah, they they go uh, they go to like look through microfiche and stuff, right? Like, yeah, the, like the murder shit. Yeah, like I've never done anything like that. Right, it felt and, like we were doing research. Yeah, totally. Like this guy brought us these really, like the uh, one was um a a book of all of the. And they, they did this huge investigation where they pulled all these people that were that cited it back from 1817 to like 1819. And these were the these were hand accounts written in pen. Yeah. In these these, you know, 200 year old journals. Yeah. And all these old newspapers. Yeah, and then somebody kept a clipping all of the newspaper Scrapbook. clippings of anything that had to do with the Gloucester Sea Serpent. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, the earliest recording was 1638. Mm. And it continued through the 20th century. Right. And so, okay. So I actually picked up a copy of the Gloucester Sea Serpent book oh, yeah, while you we read were there. A bunch of that. And I've been, I've been reading, I'm not all the way done it, but yeah, that sighting, this guy saw like this weird thing. It's like snake on a rock or something like that. And they, they like, and then there's this whole, thing, is that the, is that the first one? Like, because then it's like, why wasn't it in the sea? You know, whatever. But they're, they're trying to, connect the two you know yeah from 1638 to 1817 yeah and i mean it was just so cool like hundreds possibly even thousands of people have seen this creature this Absolutely. giant sea serpent um and there are accounts from people on the shore fishermen and captains in boats yep and there was even an instance where a, a small one was w- w- washed ashore and there was like bumps in it and stuff and they said they said it was the offspring Oh yeah! Oh man! So the was it called the Linman Linian Society or something? The Linman so. Society or yeah. something like that. Anyway, this when in 1817 when this was going down, there was a like legitimate. They were trying to essentially um, categorize a a new species here. Mm-hmm. So they took it super serious when they they sequestered witnesses and all of this stuff. And 
part of it is like what, what's going on. They're seeing this bigger sea serpent in the water, but then there was this smaller, very strange, um, snake like mm-hmm. creature that they, that I like somebody found and killed with a pitchfork mm-hmm. and they ended up like dissecting it and all that stuff. And yeah, they believed that maybe that was the offspring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But in a way that kind of threw the whole thing out of whack. Yeah. Right. It, well, anyway, it's it's one of the most well-documented sea serpents ever um, because of this Linnean Society's report. So that's really cool. So we followed that up with, we were like, all right, let's, we want to go to the crow's nest, but we're super hungover. Maybe they'll make us a Bloody Mary. Right. So we, we, And walking into a bar like that and asking for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> but she made a kick-ass Bloody yeah, Mary. It took her like, it, she took her she time. She took her time, which yeah. I appreciated. And we, we sat next to, to this wonderful man named George. George, um, you better be listening. Who, you know, was kind enough to strike up a conversation with us. And, you know, he, he, had, he had been living there for a while. And he was know. having a business lunch of hot dogs and vodka. Yeah. It was awesome. It was. Yeah, it was. George is my hero. Yeah, it was heroic in a way. Yeah. So we, we had a great experience talking to him and um, just shooting the shit. And. Then we went off to Portland, Maine for the International Cryptozoology Museum. Wow. International. International. Yeah. Guys, this is like Dubia Monster come to life. This yeah. Place. You, you got to go. And really, if you're if you're in the Philadelphia area, you can get there in what? Like six and a half six, hours? Seven hours. Just yeah. go get there. Get there. And, you know, I've been to Portland a couple of times now, and I had not heard about them having their own monster, which... They boast Cassie, Cassie, another sea serpent. Yeah. Which is interesting because in Gloucester, at the museum, they started calling their sea serpent Cassie. Yeah. I don't I don't know why that is. Uh, we, we should probably investigate that. We but. should probably investigate. But, I mean, honestly, it could just swim up the coast. Right. It's not they that far. They could both be Cassie. Yeah, they can both be. It could be the same, same lovely serpent woman. But you got to go to the Cryptozoology Museum. This place was... Quite sizable, Uh, Mm -hmm. so many Mm -hmm. artifacts on every every cryptid you can think of. Right, Bigfoot, Mothman, Jersey Devil. Yes, cryptids from the Kappa. The Kappa. There was stuff on the Kappa. There were creature from the Black Lagoon and gremlins and critters things. Yes, there was a scat display. Um, Oh yes, there were skeletons of real animals in there to compare to, you know, cryptid uh, skeletons. Yeah. What was that? The thylacine was something early on that they, that they talked about because you know, the whole idea, well, the whole, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's an animal that has, it's weird. It's got like zebra legs, but like a anteater head or something, Mm. but uh, you know, (laughs) no, like, like it's more like got a, like a coyote or something, hyena, but Here's the thing. I thought they made, I thought they made like a really interesting point about how like, you know, this idea of the study of cryptids, Mm -hmm. you know, people believe that these, these animals are out there. They just haven't been documented, you know? So like one day someone could find a dead Bigfoot or a dead, oh, "Oh, all of a sudden it's real. (laughs) Right. And the thylacine is one that's been said to be extinct, but people still see them all the time. Yeah. I mean, you got to go, it's hard to describe, but you, you need to see it. So anyone... In going to Portland, Maine, take the time to check out the Cryptozoology Museum. Yeah. Um, the only... Yeah, what do you want to add? Well, you know, 
again, like the only downside of, of, of it is this, the, the merch could be better. I, I was I going know. in there expecting that I was going to blow my wad. <laughs> I was going to like, that could be the title of the dude, episode. I, I'm serious. Like, and that's why if we ever open our own, we are going to have the shit cool merch, man. Like, I know. How do you F up monsters? Not that they F it up. It's just not, it's just not good enough. It could be better. It could be better. They need someone to to work on their merch. But the displays, most of these places do. The Satanic dis- Temple does. Their merch oh, was whatever too. I gotta say, yeah, the Satanic Temple. I was like, well, this is gonna blow my wad, also. <laughs> but it guys, was, there's money to be made here. It was really and and they're and they're upcharging at the Satanic Temple. Like, mm-hmm. like those mugs ain't cheap. You no. know what I mean? But it was hard to find something that was really. Like I need, like neither place that I need to walk out with Uh with either of them. Yeah, neither things. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Also, just another side note for everyone everywhere: stop making glossy backed postcards. You're killing us. I had to write my postcards with fucking sharpie, and it's so fat you can only fit like three words on it. Yeah, we want to apologize to Dave McCloy. Sorry, wonderful Dave. Dave McCloy. We had to use a sharpie. To write your postcard because I'm sorry. of a glossy back. Yeah. Come on, people. Listen. You need you can, that matte finish. You, you can still have the front be glossy if you really want. Right. But I but the matte is better, gloss really. The back? Come on. I I just think people just aren't writing on them. <laughs> it's like I think people buy postcards and they're like, I'm I'm just gonna keep that. Yeah. I mean I am guilty of that. I buy them and I'm like, Sure. You know, you know I've got sure. It's, like, it's nice to know where I've been. Yeah. What are you going to fr- get a custom frame job? Sometimes I use them as notes to give to people instead of like mailing them. Use them as notes. No, no. I like, I'll write a note to someone and give it to them. Mm. Albert's listen, Albert's like thinks he's so special because no, he, he sends more no, postcards than anyone else that. in it's the whole that. world. Look here. Here's why. Okay. Here's my thing. The postcard Steph, if you're, I know you're not listening, but not she, listening. she knows that back in the day, if you would get a postcard, right? But somebody, they, they got the postcard on the road, went home, mm-hmm. and then sent you the postcard. Yeah. It doesn't it, have the same not. pizzazz, Yeah, right? sure. But like, I'm saying like, like a birthday card. I'll just like use a cool old postcard. Oh, that's nice. Like that. That's really nice. I'm not saying that I would mail it from Philly no, 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 if no, I, I bought it somewhere else. My thing is this. When you're on the road, we've been on the road a lot in mm-hmm. our lives, you mm-hmm. know? And it's, you think it's so easy to send a postcard? You got to write the address. You mm-hmm. got to find the stamps. You got to find the post office. You know, you got to find the post office. Okay, we're talking about postcards too much. I'm just saying, <laughs> no glossy bags. All right. You heard it here, folks. Sorry. Um, anyway, I mean, we, we, that was ended up being a long night of eating and drinking again. And we went to a Barcadia, which is like an arcade bar. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. But uh, we had some amazing oysters at Jay's Oyster. Mm. Um, but we, we do want to mention, cause this isn't a monster thing, but it is something supernatural gypsy like, mm. which is the gaboosh. The gaboosh. Yes. I'm so glad. So this is a new term that Ryan coined on the road, which would really work really well for our other podcast. Don't be an idiom. Yeah, that, that's right. But we, we met some, we were playing ski Devin, ball. Devin. We're playing ski ball. And some and of us were hitting those high scores. Yeah, it was Albert. Um, a couple of fellas were behind us, and they were getting close. Too, really, really close. Way too close well, for they comfort. Were, they were clapping while we were playing. Don't like that. No. Yeah. 
um, don't like that they how close they were. But I was like, these guys want to talk to us. And oh yeah. So they did, um, and they were a little weird. They were a little unusual. Um, but the the Devin's friend, you know, he introduced us, and I, I went to shake his hand, like, oh hey 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 man, and what? Ryan take, did this to me. Ryan, take your take your uh, middle finger. Take your middle finger. Touch your palm there. Fold it in. Yeah, fold it in. Yeah. Then take your ring for, finger. Fold that like halfway. Halfway in. Do that. And then All say, right. and shake then, my hand. Shake, shake someone's hand in your house. It's weird. And then have the other person do it. So you shake that. That's the gaboosh. Right. It sent, it sent shivers through my entire body. Yeah. And I could not shake it for hours. Yeah. And it felt like a curse. Now, keep in mind, this guy shook Ryan's hand the regular way. <laughs> It just felt like that, right? I, I think so. Or maybe not. I mean, I just think it, it felt so weird. Ryan tried it out on me. It was weird. And, you know, and, and it's not like he had missing fingers, which which would have been different. But it would have been cool. I just don't think he he did not spread his fingers out correctly. I think he thought we were trying to take his sweet dev from him. <laughs> which was not the case. Sweet dev. Yeah, no. So then we... We had to kind of get out of there. Um, we shook him off, and then we had to basically hide throughout hide. the night yeah. until we left. I mean, we were just getting warmed up on the ski, ski ball. We could have hit four hundred easy. You could have hit four hundred, right? But um, it was it was un, it was unfortunate. But sometimes, so so the gaboosh. Just so if you understand, it's like when you you kind of get like um, somebody gives you like a. It's a curse. It's like a curse or the heebie-jeebies, yeah. the bad vibe or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like a heebie-jeebies. It takes a long time to get rid of. Yeah. I think you can only get rid of it by passing. It you have on to, to pass else. on the gaboosh. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to day four. Give me some more. Ooh, baby. All right. So day four was all about Cassie. We went up Cassie, to yeah. the the Portland Lighthouse, which is beautiful, mm, and mm-hmm. we we just looked out into into the the bay there. Right. And imagine another sea serpent. Yeah, right. So this is sea serpent number two, right? Yeah, this was kind of like a low. Way. We didn't. This wasn't much about Monster Day. We had Cassie, right? And then we drove to New Hampshire, and there's a there's a mountain there called uh, Chukarua, which had this, a legend. This was a fun one. Yeah, it was a legend, but it's not really supernatural or or monster. I don't really. know though, because there's a curse. That's kind of yeah. I mean. Basically, look, Native American curse that that works. Yeah, but I did read that apparently that Native American curse was created by mm. white settlers. Wait, like so to the, scare? Like the story was made like, up. Exactly. So, but it, it, the legend has endured. Yeah. Well, of course. But the legend is basically like um, there was this 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 Native American guy, and in and this this white family was somehow they did something and accidentally killed his son. So mm. he slaughtered all of them. Right. And then like, the father like chased him up this mountain and he flung himself off the mountain. And before he did, he's like, he basically like put a curse on him. He's like, I give you the gaboosh <laughs> and take uh, the gaboosh. <laughs> um, but the what mountains named after him and then, and the lake and, and, uh, and that was frozen and that was cool. Yeah. Right. So while y'all were all enjoying your 80 degree <laughs> days down in Philly, we were, we were freezing up in the frozen lakes. But um, 
Yeah, we found a nice little plaque about the legend. Yeah. So if you got a plaque, that that was it, really. Know. And then then we went to May Kelly's for some Irish food. We got <laughs> we got a taste of Ireland and split some fish and chips and some Guinness. Which was funny because we 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 what happened was we first we went to a place called Tricks and Treats. Remember that? Uh huh. There was a uh, an ice cream Halloween store. I don't know if this is worth mentioning. Uh yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear about that? Okay, all right. So it was like a like a. So I made Ryan. I made Ryan stop. Yeah, not cha- but it's ice cream and Halloween mm-hmm. year round Halloween. And you know where we when we grew up, there used to be this great twenty four all year round Halloween mm-hmm. emporium capas yeah. or or capas. I still don't know how to say it. So same deal. Like they had this whole room and whatever. And man. Um, after that, we decided to hit the liquor store, and then Scott, Scott with one T, mm-hmm. was like, "What are you guys doing here?" We're like, "Oh, you know, just visiting River, and we're just looking for a place to go have some dinner." He's like, "Get out your phone, get out your phone," <laughs> and we're like, "All right." And he's like, "You got to go to May Kelly's." He's like, "It's run by Irish people from Ireland." Okay, like, cool. Okay, we 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 actually were thinking about going there anyway, but what a gem of a spot! It was cool, right? Yeah. Really nice. And they were from Ireland. It was nice they to were. hear an Irish accent in New Hampshire. And he recommended getting the taste of Ireland, and we did, which was shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. It was and uh, oh shit! Now I forget shepherd's pie. <laughs> Beef stew. It was a beef stew. It was a, a chicken. Name, right? There was a oh, chicken, chicken pot pie, chicken right? Chicken pot pie. Um, and they were good, but I was my bell was ringing. Oh man, yeah. There's lots of bell ringing, and then we. Oh yes, the trip had much bell ringing. And then our cabin had a hot tub, so we hung out in the hot tub for a while. Yeah, we tried to relax, but there was just so many rules everywhere. We couldn't. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, so that brings us to day five. Five. Five, five. This is a cool Still one, guys. Alive. We're in Vermont, and we we're looking for the, the pig man, the pig man of yeah. Northfield, Vermont. Yes, I was I was especially excited about the pig man because I felt like, you know, now we're Love a good we're back man. on land, you know. Yeah, it's not little guys. It's not no no sea not, serpents. Not sea serpents like a, so it was 1971. There was this farmer in Northfield, and he heard some noises, and he assumed it was like a raccoon or some squirrels or something. So he goes to check it out. Wait, what? not he didn't. It wasn't oinking. Well, he heard strange noises. Strange noises. Yeah, strange noises. And he turned on the outside light, and he looked out, and what he saw. What is that noise? That was. I don't know what that was. I didn't move though. It wasn't my chair. Maybe it was the pigman. It's the pigman. <laughs> so he looks out and sees. This man-sized figure covered in white hair. White hair. And his face was that of a pig. Mm. All right? And so that's, you know, pretty terrifying. Then later, these students outside of the high school during a dance, they saw the same creature. Yes. Um, and we visited the pit where this supposedly yes. happened. Yes. And which was what was fun about this was it was a Friday afternoon while school was still in session. Mm-hmm. So we went we were creeping around a high school. That uh, was not good, yeah. And uh, it was <laughs> it was a bad look. 
<laughs> right, yeah. But they were talking about how there were like these sand pits nearby. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, but first of all, there was a really cool graveyard right across the street from the Yeah, that was beautiful. We got from the uh, high school, right? Yeah, yeah. But then we parked on this road and Ryan's like, it looks like sand back there. So we walked down the road and sure enough, we found the sand pits. Yeah. And it, it's a perfect spot for a sighting. Like right. I could just see it now. The yeah, kids the are in the kids, high school. They have to dance. Amp, They're like, the it's got a sand um, I mean, I, I I feel like the more obvious choice is the graveyard, but maybe that wasn't maybe that wasn't like secluded enough, you know? Yeah, maybe. We tried to go to where the farm was, but it's mud season, Ooh, and it was you, mud season. you could not drive on these dirt roads. They were actually mud. Mm-hmm. But um, so Albert read that there was a brewery. That had a Pigman beer. Yes. In Northfield. And yeah. we're like, all right, well, let's maybe try to go. Because we, we can... love, you know, if there's no statue or there's no right. merch, maybe right. that's the next best, best thing. That's a great. Uh, listen, you know, we had Mothman beers a long, long time ago. Like, you should be doing the cryptid alcohol for cryptid sure. Cryptid alcohol is a great idea. And we went to. It's called Good Measure. Good Measure. And guys, if you're ever driving through Vermont, go visit Good Measure. These dudes are such nice guys. Scott and Andrew. Man. We're very, very, very cool. We go in there. We're looking. Like, no one's really tending to us yet. And we're looking in the fridges. And there's, we don't see this pig man beer. And we're like, shit. Then we see a poster. And we're like, okay, that's a good sign. So then we right. go to the bartender. Is that Scott? Scott was the bartender. Okay. And we're like, hey, do you have anywhere that pig man lives beer? And he was like, I don't think so, but I'm going to look for you guys. Then he hooks us up with Andrew and Mm -hmm. Andrew's like, I'm the guy. What's going on? (laughs) And he was like, look, we are totally sold out of the of the pig man. uh, Pig man lives is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And um, but it was he was so sweet. He gave us some of the stickers and they made us like a mock can. Yeah. We could display. He took out a mask, a pig mask that they would use for photo ops. Yes. Yes. So uh, which you will also see on our. Instagram because I of course got to wear the mask. Yeah. But um like they're really embracing the, the pig man lore. It was and then so he cool. gave us the tips about the mud road, which we weren't able to actually get down. Yeah, but it was nice that he told us where to go. Yeah, but we talked for a while and uh and they gave us a, an, an another four pack for free that they that had like some monster teeth on it. They're like, Oh, you guys will like this, just take it. And we're like, Yeah, we'll pay for it. Yeah, they're like, no, just take it. Well, like, it, was, it, had a, it had a wild name. It was something like in the dark of the night. Yeah. But what was interesting was he was like, dude, this is inspired by like an old Screamo band that I liked in high school, and their name was from the original title of the first Loch Ness monster photo. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. And we were like, Oh my god, we just saw that in, in Gloucester. <laughs> right. Anyway, yes, yeah, so Good Measure cool. Brewery. They they were really cool. Anyway, there's a, there's a Pigman Lives um, beer, which was was rad. If you can get a hold of it. So after after we left there, um, we decided that the next stop was Lake Champlain. Lake Champlain to see Champy. For Champ. And what better way to see Champ than by taking the ferry? Oh, we took the ferry, all right. We did. and It uh, was cold. It was cold. And Wet. It, was, it was rocky. <laughs> And it, you know, some ferries are really big and you got like a big old sitting area with a nice bar. It was pretty small. This was kind of a small one. But it was, I liked it. It was, it was cool. Well, it's nice to get on a ferry when you totally don't need to. Yeah, right. You know, like we could have just Dri- as easily driven, driven around. around, but like we, we needed to get on Lake Champlain. So we did. Yeah. And, and Champy's, you know, he's just a, a lake, a lake monster. Um, and just a lake yeah, monster. Yeah. We just saw so many water based 
um, monsters. In oh, the that's strip. right. That's our third sea that's serpent. The third right. sea serpent. Champ's pretty popular. But there's been yeah hundreds of sightings, and there was also a sign um, dedicated to yeah. Champy, um, which we'll we'll um, we'll post pictures of. Right. So there is actually something that we've been noticing. You'll hear about this in a couple of minutes. There is this folklore like society kind it's, of. Yeah, it must be something that like the New York State's New York, doing. Yeah. But it's like legends and folklore, and it's it's like an official state sign, and they're red, yeah, red with like a yellowish gold like font, font, yeah, yeah. And there and there was one for Champ, and then we went to Sleepy Hollow the next day, and, and there, there was, was one, one for yeah. the Headless Horseman. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone, any New Yorkers out there, keep an eye out for these because they're pretty cool. I mean, this is there's got to be like a website where you can see where they all are. I'm sure, but this is what should be happening everywhere, right? right. And they're doing it right. It's it's crisp and clean. The logo is nice. It's got like a like a, a sickle moon. moon. Yeah, yeah and like yeah, stars. Like a couple of stars. Very cool. Nice. <laughs> We're fans. 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 Um, and that was a uh, you know kind of winding down here. So that was our. We stayed in this really lovely cabin oh. that was uh, wood stove heated. I and just wrote the review hot, for it. Hot, hot in there. Listen, we we so we ended up I staying just wrote in the a review. I did tonight. Um, I. There we stayed in this little um, town called Peru, mm -hmm. New York, and there, right on their property, right in their backyard, which again, not not something that we would normally do, but um, Karen and Brian, they Brian built this freaking amazing uh, one room cabin, and it was beautiful. One of the one of the best places I've ever stayed in my life. It was solid. It had bunk beds and it had everything that you need, but they had a wood burning stove, which I've never like, she was like, have you ever used a wood burning stove? And Ryan was like, you know, I've, I've used it once before. And I was like, I don't know about all this. I'm afraid that we can't handle it, but it was fantastic. Dude, this thing had a babbling brook next to it. So beautiful. And we, um, at night, it, it got so hot because of that. And it was freezing up there. And we had yeah, all the freezing. windows open and we we're like, Oh my God. So we, so hot. yeah, we thought like load up the, load up the stove so that we're like comfy during the night. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. But it was, it was great. And it was a nice way to end the trip. And then, um, for day six. And this is day six. And on the sixth day, they drove six hours to the sixth best city in New York, which yes. is Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Sleepy good old Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. We just thought we would end with a little headless horseman, um, you know, perusal of the of the graveyard there, which was cool. I've always wanted to go. Um, you know, it's a cute little town, and you know they have a plaque for where the covered bridge used to be, where Ichabod mm -hmm. Crane rode through, but now it's just like a regular bridge. Yeah, no, and the high no school covering. has the Headless Horseman as their, their mascot. It's on those, the signs, what the a cool, signs. What a cool, you know, mascot. Yeah. And we went to Irving's Grave. Washington, Washington Irving's Grave, yeah. Beautiful um, cemetery. That was yeah. such a nice cemetery. I loved that. The Dutch church that's on the cemetery, There's, I think it's like the second oldest in the country, like 1600s or something. It's that crazy. That is old, bro. Yeah. Well, and the, and the old Swedes church in Philly is, is one of the other oldest churches in, in the country. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever been there? The old Swedes church? I haven't, but you know, like... That's cool. Old Swedes, you know, I teach out there and it's like, I don't know. It was like old... <laughs> Shit. Old Swede shit. I don't want to give too much away about where I'm from, but uh, 
Hey, but we did find in the in the graveyard, we found another one of those New York folklore signs. Mm, the right, red, right. the red and the gold one. Yeah. About the the Sleepy Hollow and the Headless Horseman and all that stuff. So. so there you go, guys. Um, that's about an hour. That was our road trip. We hope that some of you may be inspired to go on your own monster road trip. Um, as of today, I mean, like as of the end of that that trip, we've done the like, you know, the eastern half of America now. Yeah. Um, so like a third of the. Yeah, we've right? done, well, done like more like a third. Yeah, you're about right. right. Like, cause well, no, that's basically what you. Yeah. So so we're like pumped. We're gonna we're, we need to like get a West Coast monster trip in there soon. Yeah. And um, you know. Let us know. Let us hey, know yeah, if you hit the if road. You, if you have any recommendations, if you're out there in Monsterland and you got a spot that we must see, call us up. And, uh, you know, if you want us to stay at your house, that'd be cool. Yeah, Albert's cell phone number is... Oh, 555-5555. But listen, one one thing that I could say about the Monster Road Trip, you know, like we're teachers, right? And everyone's like, what'd you do with the spring break? What'd you do with it? You know, and, you know, a lot of staycations, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Di- Disney. I could have used a vacation. Actually, I, this was definitely one of those vacations where I was like, I could use a vacation for my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> because being on the road is definitely, it takes to, oh, I remember. It's a young I, man's game. I, it is a young man's game. I remember what I wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show was I weighed myself uh, oh, when we got back yeah. from the road trip. I gained seven pounds. Oh my God. We just, did not eat well. I mean, you, you think you're just, you're sitting in the car most of the time. I mean, and um, I left looking like shit. I came back looking like shit. It's, <laughs> I've, yeah. I, I went, I went looking old. I came back looking like fat old, <laughs> old fat old Albert. Um, great. But, well, but listen guys, the, the point that I'm yeah, trying another to, point. the point I'm trying to make is, um, when I kind of, when people ask you like, well, what'd you do? You know? And I, I, I told them, I, I kind of give them the abridged version and they're like, Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I wish mm. I could do stuff like that. I'm like, well, you could, you can, it's like not a All big, you need is a car. Just go. Yeah. Just get out there. Like, and because we have been on the road, pleasantly surprised when you set that destination, whether it's something silly, whatever it is, um, we've been, we've been, we've been just like so charmed by the little things that we find along the way. Mm. And definitely, there are things that we saw on this road trip and many others that we would have never seen if we didn't just indulge in our silly kind of fun, um, you know, adventurous side. Like mm. it doesn't always have to be big cities or, Mm-mm. you know, anything like that. We had a blast. The monsters await you. So go find them. Yes. All right. Well, next time we're going to hit you with a don't be an idiom episode. We know you're hungry for it. Thanks so much for tuning in. And listen, if you want to do be a monster koozie, Oh, go dude. to don'tbeanidiom.bandcamp.com. Um, you can also get our new uh, Don't Be an Idiom um, t-shirt. Yes, and um, they're going fast, and they're beautiful. They're going the fast. The Dead Moon shirt. Yeah, they're designed by Margaret. Margaret. Our in-house designer. She's she's the best. She's in the house. She's out of the house. She does whatever. <laughs> she's at free reign of the house. She is not chained to the house in any way. No way, mama. Listen, here's the other thing. This is kind of adjacent to this project. The band is getting back together. You know, me and Ryan, when we were when we were young bucks, we were in a band called Lucky Star. Great name, I know. But today, tickets went on sale for June 23rd mm-hmm. at Silk City in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. 
limited capacity people you're gonna want to get in there come see what we used to do <laughs> and how it sort of relates to what we do now yeah and uh and our, our best friend chris his band the fall fade away is also reuniting well not also they started this whole thing well, yeah we, we piggybacked we jumped on, on so just google um fall fade away and silk city and you should you should see some tickets for that yeah. So come see us. We'll throw out some Don't Be an Idiom on Wooden yeah, Nickels. We're going to have our merch there. Yeah. Might as well. All right, guys. Until next time. Do, do be, be a monster. monster.